At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday, August 16th edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. 15 games on the betting board for today. A couple of them have already started as I get this podcast going, but I'll talk about all the late night games and also three games that I like here for best bets on today's show. Before I get into that, over at vcin.com, check out that 2023 college football betting guide. Came out 13 days ago, but still exceptionally relevant. Team previews for all 133 teams. We've got a bunch of feature articles, Heisman Trophy, how to create your own power ratings model, home field advantage calculations, betting systems, trends, all kinds of betting tips to get you ready for the college football season, which, by the way, starts in 10 days with week zero on August 26th. So right now is the time, or maybe right after you finish listening to this, to head over to vcin.com, check out the subscription options, and pick the one that looks the best for you. Don't forget, we had our NFL guide out late June, June 29th, to be exact. Plenty of relevance to that, too. Just looking at teams, we had full team previews for all 32 teams, bunch of stuff in terms of feature articles, betting systems, betting trends, power ratings from Steve Mackinnon, all kinds of really beneficial NFL stuff in that guide. So I encourage you to get a VSIN Pro subscription, read the college football guide, read the NFL guide, and also in 15 days here, We'll be releasing a slight update to our NFL guide, not meant to take over the first guide, but be a complement to that guide where we talk about some of the things that happen in the preseason. Take a look at the updated futures markets, give you some contest strategies if you're in some of those. Also, best bets from everybody on air, week one picks, futures, season-long props, stuff like that. So that coming out in 15 days. So a lot coming your way at vcin.com and also, Now that I'm the managing editor, I've put together our content plans for college football and the NFL, and I am very, very, very excited about what you will get as a VSIN Pro subscriber. So I encourage you to head over to vsin.com today. All right, you're here to hear about Major League Baseball, so let's do that. Three games in the NL, three games in the AL, nine interleague games once again here 
on the betting board. Pirates and Mets already underway. Mets leading in the middle innings and also the Tigers and the Twins already underway. And if I could just rant for a minute, because, hell, this is my soapbox. So if I want to bitch, I'm going to bitch. The Tigers and the Twins. So last week took the under eight and a half at Comerica Park, which is not as good of a hitter's park as Target Field. Took the under eight and a half with Alex Fiedo and Bailey Ober. That game had like seven runs by the third inning. It had no chance of staying under. Yesterday's rematch between the same two guys at Target Field, the game had a grand slam hit in it, and it still stayed under the total of eight and a half. So sometimes you run bad during the course of a season, and that's why this is a really important learning lesson. And look, I get caught up in this too, but for a lot of the newer betters that are out there, the novices, direct betters, the people that have maybe been doing this for under five years, especially with PASPA being at its five-year anniversary three months ago. You know, look, you are defined in this business by the results, but if you have a good process over the long term, you should be able to have some measure of success. And in smaller sample sizes, like one season, couple months, one month, couple weeks, whatever the case may be, you're subject to a lot of variance. So hold your head high. If you're somebody who's had success with this in the past, and maybe you're having a difficult season, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball, whether it's hockey, whatever the case may be, this is an industry filled with variance. And it is hard to stay above the variance and also beat the VIG that's out there. But look, it does happen. And this is a long-term prospect that we're really looking at here. So it has been a remarkably frustrating and irritating baseball season for me, to say the least. Um, been a day late and a dollar short on a lot of plays. I've made some bad plays. I've made some good plays. I've had some plays that probably should have won that didn't. Some plays that shouldn't have won that did. Uh, altogether, it's been a difficult season. But, you know, look, again, this is a long-term type of mentality that you have to have in this business. And I know everybody wants the get-rich-quick scheme of the nine-leg parlay and the futures parlay and all these kinds of things. And that's great, and the sports books promote those when they win, and that's cool, and it's awesome to let people know you have a chance. But the reality is a lot of those bets lose. A lot of those giant lottery tickets, par- lottery ticket parlays lose. And it's all about how you sort of view what you're trying to achieve in this business. And, and to me, I think it's looking at the long term and looking at – trying your best to, you know, grind out a profit, to be able to be successful, to learn on a daily basis. Hell, I've been in this business for 12 years or so now, and I continue learning something every single day. So I've learned how to deal with the good seasons. I've learned how to deal with the bad seasons. And I certainly wish for a better season in Major League Baseball. But, you know, when I see things like that, where, you know, I was a week early on that handicap, the park factor should have been better for me with the under than it was in yesterday's game. It's just a reminder that, frankly, if I can put it, you know, as as basic as possible and pardon the language here, shit happens. You know, it's just that's kind of the way that, that baseball and other sports tend to go. You can do all of the possible prep work. You can do whatever it is that's part of your process. And sometimes it doesn't work out. And that's been the case for me with this baseball season. I've tried to make some adjustments as I've gone throughout. Some have worked, some have not. But that's what it is, man. It's it's an endless chase. You know, it, it's just an endless chase. And sometimes you're a dog chasing your tail. Other times you're a dog chasing a fast-moving car. Other times you're playing fetch and you get to what you want to get to. So, you know, it's just one of those things where 
you got to learn to deal with the mental side of it. And this season has been another example of that for me on the baseball side. So hoping to end the year strong to be sure, but just wanted to take a couple of seconds here since this is kind of my unofficial or maybe it's my official platform just to say that, you know, if you are struggling, if you're having a down patch, if you're having a down period, you got to think about the long term. You've got to try to keep that glass as half full as possible because the goal is over a long period of time to be successful and to be able to deal with those short term variance portions where sometimes you'll be really good. Sometimes you might be really bad, but the goal is to be good for the long haul. So that's always the thing that I have in mind and it can be tough with a season like what I'm having right now, but look, it's just, it's the nature of the beast in this business. And it's getting tougher by the day. You know, I mean, in the legal U.S. environment, you've got lines that maybe aren't as good as they used to be when you were only playing at faraway places or, you know, in uh, other areas. So, you know, that's part of it, too. And there's so much oversaturation. The books have a lot more tools in terms of, you know, not only just tracking betting patterns and betting activity from their clientele, but just also having a better awareness of all the statistics that are out there. You know, younger crops of odds makers that are more analytical in nature, the business changes and and you've got to try to change with it. But the goal is still to be profitable in the long term, even if some of those short term swings may not be as positive for you. All right. That was way too long. I apologize for that. But uh, just something I thought about here today, thinking about that total where, again, they got basically halfway to it with one hit and it still stays under. And I had no prayer with that total last week in any event. We go to the Diamondbacks and the Rockies here. Slade Ciccone in this one against Austin Gomber. I kind of expected Ciccone to be the guy to be the bulk reliever yesterday for the Diamondbacks. He was not. Colorado still had a 5-3 lead in the eighth inning, or in the ninth inning even. Gave up five runs in the ninth, lost that game 8-5. to five. So that was real exciting and real thrilling. But today's game, this one will probably start before you even hear the show. Diamondbacks about $1.30, $1.35 favorite. Total of 12 in this one. The only thing I really want to mention here, Austin Gomber, 533 ERA, 557 expected, 525 in 125 innings pitched. But since June 25th, 272 ERA, 346 FIP. Hard hit percentage is high. Strikeout percentage is low. Left on base percentage is high. Gomber is a negative regression candidate, but he has been pitching better here of late. So kudos to him for that. The Brewers and the Dodgers, Wade Miley, Clayton Kershaw in this one. Dodgers anywhere from minus 230 to minus 250 in the market. Total of eight and a half. Really tough handicap here. Wade Miley, he's spent ample time on the injured list here uh, over the course of this season. Since coming back from the IL the first time on June 17th, 2.00 ERA over seven starts. But he's only made two starts since coming off the IL. That was two runs on five hits over 10 innings. So Miley, you know, faring well, but still, it's uh, just not a profile that I really want to be all that interested in. And speaking of injured list returns, Clayton Kershaw, he's made one start since coming back, five good innings against the Rockies. Good year, 251 ERA, 349 expected, 356 FIP, but just coming off the injured list on August 10th, was on it for over a month, about a month and a half, basically. So no idea what to really expect from him in that one but the Dodgers of course deserve to be a big favorite in just about all of their games I think both AL games are really really interesting here today Angels and the Rangers Reed Detmers and John Gray Rangers dominated this series here so far 
I believe it's 19 to three combined in the two games in this series. They've easily covered the run line twice. The Rangers 20 and nine in the second half, 12 and two in August. Angels are 14 and 16 in the second half, but just three and 11 here in August. So they got hot at the wrong time because it allowed them to think that they should be buyers. They wind up being buyers. And now the bottom has completely fallen out for them. And speaking of the bottom falling out, so Reed Detmers is a guy that I've talked about a lot this season as being better than his numbers would suggest. That has not been the case here of late. Detmers is really struggling. 527 ERA, 463 expected ERA, 431 FIP on the season. But the reason why, he's allowed 22 runs on 30 hits in his last 22 innings. So for those that don't know the ERA calculation, that's an ERA of nine. It's basically a run per inning there uh, for Detmers over his last few starts. Seven runs allowed in back-to-back starts over just six and a third innings. So maybe he hit the wall. Maybe there's some sort of underlying injury situation there. I don't know. But Detmers was a guy that was performing at a pretty high level, and that has just absolutely not been the case here of late. For John Gray, 365 ERA, 423 expected, 410 FIP. But a 573 ERA over his last nine starts did just throw seven shutout innings against the Giants. Maybe he's back on track a little bit here. Had a blister in the month of June. That really threw him out of rhythm. He was pitching quite well, actually, up until that point. Seems like maybe he's getting it back now. The good start against the Giants, 19 strikeouts in his last 17 and a third over his last three starts. So probably more of the same in this series. But if the Angels were going to steal a game, This would have been the one I looked at, so it's just a shame that Detmers has been as bad as he has been here over the last month or so. Mariners and the Royals. Mariners laying about $2 or more out there in the marketplace. Total of nine for this one. It'll be Luis Castillo for Seattle. James McArthur will start for Kansas City and then be followed by bulk reliever Alec Marsh. Castillo, interesting guy on the season here. 314 ERA overall, 370 expected, 392 FIP. His road ERA is okay at 375, but a 459 FIP. And if you look compared to his home and road numbers, his batting average is 46 points higher on the road, 46 points higher with the on-base percentage, and also 87 points higher with the slugging percentage. Strikeout rate 7.8% lower on the road compared to his numbers at T-Mobile Park. So Castillo has really struggled on the road here this season. And this Mariners bullpen very much up against it. Andres Munoz threw 42 pitches yesterday. That was a third appearance in four days. He's not available today. They've got a few other guys that will be working three of the last four days. Taylor Saucedo, who got the save yesterday, he'd be working three straight days. So the Mariners would really like to get seven innings out of Castillo today if they could. But with his road numbers, that could be a little bit of a tall task. As far as MacArthur goes for the Royals, he's just the opener. He's allowed nine runs on 12 hits, and he's only faced 31 batters at the MLB level this season. To be fair, he allowed seven runs in his debut against Cleveland on June 28th. He's only allowed two runs on six hits in five innings since, getting recalled on August 6th. For Marsh, 627 ERA, 606 expected, 718 FIP, 33 innings pitched, 24 runs on 36 hits, 35 to 19 strikeout to walk ratio. Tricky handicap here because this could be another high-scoring game. We've seen totals of 13 and 18 in the first two games of this series, but anytime Castillo's involved, 
you kind of expect a lower scoring game. So the total is only nine for this one. This low key could be a decent over bet. We are seeing some juice and possibly we'll see some nine and a halfs here, but no play for me in that one. Let's hit a couple of these interleague games real quick, and then we'll take a short break. The only day game in the interleague is Tampa Bay and San Francisco. Aaron Savale, Ryan Walker in this one. Ross Stripling will have the bulk duties for the Giants here. Savale, a couple of starts for the Rays so far. Five runs on 16 hits, nine and a third innings pitched. Only six strikeouts out of the 46 batters that he's faced. But has only issued one walk, hasn't given up a home run. 261 ERA, 341 FIP for the season. So we'll see if Savale can keep getting settled in here with the Rays organization. As far as Walker goes, 31 appearances, 228 ERA, 254 expected in 43 and a third innings pitched. 20 and a third innings since the All-Star break, just three runs on 13 hits. He's been quite effective either as a reliever or in this opener role. But Stripling is the interesting guy here in this one. For the full season, 510 ERA, 515 expected, 526 FIP. However, he went on the IL in mid-May. Prior to that, 724 ERA, 670 FIP in his first 32 and a third innings. In his last 40 innings since coming back on June 28th, 338 ERA, 409 FIP, 32 to 1 strikeout to walk ratio. So Stripling has issued one walk in his last 40 innings pitched. So he's been way better since the injury. Good pitching matchup, good game. I think this one's fairly lined with the Giants, a small favorite out there, and a total of eight and a half with under juice or eight in the market. Got a play on Astros and Marlins, so we'll skip over that one. Let's talk about Cleveland and Cincinnati here real quick. Noah Syndergaard and Andrew Abbott, game two of the Ohio Cup. Cleveland winning game one, three nothing last night. Abbott, 295 ERA, 344 expected, 386 FIP, 76 and a third innings pitched. There are some regression signs in the profile, and they have kind of happened here of late. Last three starts for Abbott, 12 runs on 18 hits and 14 and two-thirds. So that's driven his ERA up a little bit. That 84.5% left on base percentage, definitely an area where I would expect a little bit of a drop-off. But the issue here, Cleveland's offense is pathetic against lefties. And even Jose Ramirez, a switch hitter, has been awful from the right side. In the second half, Cleveland has 353 plate appearances against a left-handed pitcher. That ranks seventh in the league. They are dead last in WOBA at 250, 13 points lower than Tampa Bay, who is 29th, and they have a 55 WRC+, plus, which is 12 points lower than San Francisco and Colorado. So not only has Cleveland been the worst offense against lefties in the second half, they've been by far the worst offense against lefties in the second half. And for the season... They are the lowest offense by Woba at 284. So for Noah Syndergaard, that's a lot of pressure on him. In his three starts as a guardian, 371 ERA, which sounds great, but a 662 FIP, 92.4% left on base percentage, only eight strikeouts out of 72 batters faced. Could be a tough one for Thor here today, tough one for the Guardians, but didn't want to lay the $1.65 to $1.80 price on Cincinnati. Total of nine and a half. In that one, but the big takeaway, Cleveland, awful against lefties here on this season. Let's take a break, and we'll come right back on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. All right, back here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five-star reviews. Very, very much appreciated for this and every podcast here in the VSIN family. Let's move on to Oakland and St. Louis. Paul Blackburn and Matt Liberator in this one. Liberator and the Cardinals, minus 190 favorite. By the way, that rant that I went on earlier. So Matthew Liberator in his last start where I had the over against Tampa Bay. Eight shutout innings for him. As a pro, since getting signed to a major or to a major league organization, you know how many starts Matt Liberatore had of eight shutout innings? Zero. You know how many starts he had of seven or more shutout innings? One. Back in 2019 in A-ball. So this is a guy in Liberatore, 572 ERA, 650 expected ERA, 461 FIP, and has basically the start of his life when I bet against him with an over last week against Tampa Bay. So, again, these things happen, and I'm going to sit here and tell you you can't dwell on them, but obviously it's been about a week, and I'm still dwelling on it. But in any event, those things happen, and those are things that you just kind of have to deal with here in this business. So we'll see what Libertor does for an encore because, you know, he's not been good throughout the course of the season, to be totally honest with you. And Oakland... Bad offensive team. We saw that again yesterday. Had an over in their game yesterday. That one ends 6-2. Total was 9.5. We even got four runs from the Cardinals in the first inning of that one, and it still didn't get there. But the A's just, they're not trustworthy, man. I mean, they've won under 28% of their games. So, you know, what are you going to do? But Paul Blackburn here, 452 ERA, 395 expected, 373 FIP, 65 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's been bad on the road, 28 and two-thirds innings, 534 ERA, 376 Woba, big drop in strikeout percentage. This one will probably go over nine just because of all the subject matter I've ranted about, but not a bet that I'm on here in this one. We'll skip over the Red Sox and Nationals. I got to play in that one as well as the Phillies and the Blue Jays, so we'll come back to those in a couple of minutes here. And we'll take a look at the Yankees and the Braves. Randy Vasquez now officially listed to make this start for the Yankees. Charlie Morton going for the Braves here 
in this one. And for Morton, there are some concerns. There are some significant concerns, actually, with him. 371 ERA, 491 expected ERA, 417 FIP on the season. 78.2% left on base percentage on the high end. His walk rate up to 11.4%. Now, over his last five starts, covering 24 and two-thirds, the 39-year-old Morton, 584 ERA, 619 FIP. In those 24 and two-thirds, he has walked 22 guys against 21 strikeouts, 16 runs on 25 hits. So Morton's control is a mess at this point in time. Haven't really seen anything in terms of a velocity decrease or anything with his spin rates or anything like that. Spin rates have been down a little bit, but his spin rates are so remarkably high that it's not that big of a deal, I don't think. But the huge walk rate issue here is a concern. So let's see what the Yankees do, because the Yankees, they have a 12.7% walk rate against right-handed pitchers in the second half. Granted, they've also struck out 25% of the time and have a bottom three slugging percentage. So they haven't done anything with those walks, but they have walked a lot. So we'll see if Morton can figure out his control issues in this start here against New York. As far as Vasquez goes, a lot of negative regression signs in the profile for him. 189 ERA, but a 491 expected, 511 FIP. He's only thrown 19 innings, so there is some sample size noise in here. But a 182 Babbitt against, 94.1% left on base percentage. Uh, it's just one of those things for Vasquez where he's going to run into getting trucked, and it could be this one. So if he gets knocked around in this start, don't be surprised. It's the Braves. They knock around a lot of people. Could be Vasquez's turn here today. White Sox and the Cubs. Mike Clevenger and Javier Assad in this one. Assad is an interesting guy here. Went seven innings last time out five days ago. So I do think there's a chance that the Cubs opt to go with an opener here because you've got Assad coming off of a really long start for him. He hadn't thrown more than four innings since May 9th. So I think using an opener in front of Assad makes a ton of sense here tonight. And that's probably what the Cubs will end up doing. And the reason why we haven't seen a starter officially listed for this game. If they do go with Assad, I would expect him to be on a little bit shorter of a leash. So maybe an outs prop or something like that, where you know, they're not going to risk injury for the kid since you know he had such a prolonged start his last time out. Mike Clevenger for the White Sox, though, 355 ERA, 459 expected, 459 FIP, 78 and two-thirds innings pitched. A lot of cluster luck here for Clevenger. 264 average, 333 on base, 460 slugging with the bases empty, but just a 151 batting average and a 254 Woba against with runners in scoring position. So Clevenger's a negative regression candidate. This total is up at 11 because we've got the wind blowing out at Wrigley Field. We'll see if Clevenger's regression comes. We'll see if the Cubs opt to use an opener in front of Assad, but nothing from me on that one. Lastly, the Orioles and the Padres, and this was just a bad play last night. Jack Flaherty, bases loaded walk, then he gave up a grand slam in the first inning, and that was pretty much all she wrote for that one. But if you're going to lose, get crushed. Don't lose a one-run game where you have to burn some bullets from your you know, top relievers, stuff like that. If you're going to lose, just get smoked. So what that means here in this game is that really both bullpens are in extremely good shape. And obviously for Baltimore, that's one of the most important components of their team. So some key guys got the day off yesterday in that Baltimore rotation. So I do think once Blake Snell leaves the game, which will probably be after five innings with the way that he's going, 
maybe in the sixth, if it's a close game, if Dean Kramer hangs in there, you could take Baltimore live, something like that. I think that may be a decent opportunity here in this one, but it will be tough for Baltimore in the early going because they are facing Snell. They are a pretty sizable dog. The Padres are anywhere from $1.75 to $1.85 favorite, the total of eight. Snell, 263 ERA, 384 expected, 374 FIP. But in his last 15 starts, a 116 ERA, 279 FIP, 85 innings pitched. However, he's walked at least four batters in each of his last five starts. I think he walked seven in one of them as well. He's allowed five runs on six hits with eight walks in his last two starts. So he's allowing a little bit of traffic here. And the walks usually don't come back to hurt him, and they haven't here recently because he's just so hard to get hits off of. But it's still a concern. And also, over these 15 starts, Snell is a 93.1% left on base percentage. That should come back to earth, at least to some degree, as we go forward. I'm still not interested in backing Dean Kramer in Baltimore. Kramer, 450 ERA, 546 expected, 496 FIP. Has been better on the road. Higher strikeout rate on the road. Better command numbers as well. So maybe he hangs in there. But I think that's the way you approach this game. Let these two starters kind of sort themselves out and then maybe see if Baltimore is worthy of a live bet around the sixth inning or so, because at that point it could become a bullpen game and a rested Baltimore bullpen, I think would have an advantage as an underdog over San Diego's bullpen. So just something for you to think about in that late game. If you're still watching baseball, Uh, it is a long day around the diamond to be sure. All right, so let's get to the three plays I do have for today, all interleague matchups. Seeing some money come in here on Miami, Justin Verlander and Jesus Lazardo in this one. Maybe Jose Altuve out of the lineup again for Houston. I know he left yesterday's game, but frankly, doesn't really bother me that much because I think Houston is the side here tonight with Verlander and Lazardo. Astros are third in the second half against lefties, 365 Woba, 135 WRC+. Plus. But I'm looking to fade Jesus Lazardo here, and I would do it against a team that wasn't as good against lefties. Yes, Lazardo's been really, really good at home. However, got smashed by the Yankees last time out, seven runs on nine hits and three and a third. In his last three starts, 15 runs on 22 hits, just 13 strikeouts against six walks. In five starts since the All-Star break for Lazardo, 54.1% hard hit percentage, 10.8% barrel rate, 19 runs allowed on 31 hits and 24 and a third. Just, and he even had 13 strikeouts against the Rockies on July 23rd, gave up one run. And he still had some issues here in the second half. Now, while I don't see any injury indicators from a velocity or a spin rate standpoint, Lazardo's thrown 133 and two-thirds innings this season. He threw 112 last year. That was an all-time high in terms of pro ball. So this is a guy who had a lot of injuries young in his career. I think he's getting tired. I don't think that this is maybe an injury situation. I just think he's getting fatigued. He's not locating as well. He's not finishing off pitches as well. He's giving up a ton of hard contact. So I think Lazardo is a fade guy as we go forward here. As far as Verlander goes, third start since coming back to Houston, five runs on 13 hits and 13 innings thus far. But Miami in the second half, 27th against or 27th and Woba against righties, 295, 85 WRC plus. They're a borderline bottom five offense against righties for the season anyway. Lazardo, look, he's good enough that if there's nothing going on, 
to be okay here, but I think he's getting gassed. I really, truly think he's getting fatigued. I like the Astros here. You can find as good as minus 105 out there in the marketplace on Houston. Now it's minus 110 for the article. That was the price at DraftKings, but I want to fade Lazardo here with that Astros lineup that's been quite good against lefties in the second half and with Lazardo showing some clear signs of fatigue, I think, at this time of the season. Next up on the board, we go to Washington, D.C., Boston and Washington. James Paxton, Mackenzie Gore in this matchup. Paxton, 336 ERA, 332 expected, 387 FIP. However, excuse me, the caveat here today. Paxton, last three starts, 23 hits allowed, 45.9% hard hit percentage in his last five starts. And the Nationals, they've been a top 10 offense against lefties all season long. The other thing is, Paxton allowing a lot of hits, allowing a high hard hit percentage. Washington, as I've talked about before, one of the best offenses in baseball in terms of strikeout avoidance. The other thing, Paxton, last start, 93.9 miles per hour with the fastball. He's averaged 95.3. And if you look at the biggest decreasers throughout the season in terms of the stuff plus metric created by Eno Saris, Paxton's had one of the biggest drops from July to August of anybody. And his stuff plus metric in August is, I think, 79, which means his stuff is about 21% below league average. So the velocity drop, his spin rates have been dropping. He's thrown almost five times more innings this season, 102, than he has over the previous three years, 22 and a third. So I think Paxton, also a guy potentially running out of gas here where the stuff quality just not nearly as good as it was earlier on in the season. It's probably a similar thing for Mackenzie Gore. 462 ERA, 518 expected, 462 FIP. He gave up, you know, seven, six runs on seven hits in five innings last time out. Had been a little bit better before that, but dating back to July 1st, 44.9% hard hit percentage, 12% barrel rate. His velocity's been down as well. So, like the first five over four and a half. Now, this is pretty heavily juiced out there at DraftKings at minus 125. Other places at minus 115. Like the first five over four and a half fading Paxton and Gore in this Red Sox and Nationals matchup. Finally, the Phillies and the Blue Jays. Aaron Nola, Kevin Gossman. Last night's game did not disappoint. Two to one game. Zach Wheeler, Yusei Kikuchi. Really, really good pitching matchup there. The Jays haven't hit a good righty in a while. But I don't know how good of a righty Aaron Nola is this season. 449 ERA, 381 expected, which is nice, but a 421 FIP, big strikeout percentage decrease, big increase in home runs. He's two away from a career high, and his career high came back in 2019 where the ball was juiced, like four teams hit 300 home runs, something like that. He gave up 27 homers in 202 and a third innings that year. He's given up 26 or 20, yeah, 26 already this season, so... Nola's been laboring, 12 runs on 17 hits in his previous two starts, then needed 105 pitches to get 15 outs against Washington, just not getting the swings and misses. He's not been nearly as good on the road. He's given up 18 of his 26 homers on the road, 467 slugging percentage against on the road. So I don't think this is a great matchup for Aaron Nola. And Kevin Gossman, 304 ERA, 373 expected, 272 FIP. Struck out over 32% of batters faced, so the Blue Jays should put more balls in play here. Gossman's been much better at home, too. 100 strikeouts in 69 and two-thirds, 278 Woba against. Blue Jays' bullpen is in good shape. 
It's chalky, but I like the Blue Jays tonight. Minus 148 over at DraftKings. You can maybe find better at other places in the market. But Astros, minus 110. The first five over. Boston and Washington between Paxton and Gore, over four and a half there. And then the Blue Jays laying a number at home against the Phillies. Those are the three plays for tonight. Thank you so much once again for listening to VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Please rate, review, subscribe. Check out all of our other podcasts as well, including my college football betting podcast appearance earlier in the week to talk about the Sun Belt. Plenty of stuff going on over at the website, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Go check it out. Six games on the board for tomorrow, so it'll be a shorter show. But come back and catch another edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.